Hello, welcome to Wives and Weirdos, a D&D podcast set in the world of PL. I am your Dungeon Master, Darby, and joining me, as always, are Laura, playing Bertie, Mitch, playing Caius, Eddie, playing Anya, Jake, playing Newman, Zoe, playing Ross, and Johanna, playing Rook. Let's jump into it. But before we do, just a quick heads up, there were some technical difficulties with my audio this week, but... Uh, I've tried my best remedy, but it's not perfect, so apologies for that, but enjoy this week's episode. Where we last left off, the party partook in some training and uh, discussion in the lead-up to to the final combat. against Taven, or the presumed final combat against Taven, the final push, um, as they might say. So, um, just before bed, is there anything anyone wants to do to make sure that they are set for the next day? Uh, this has nothing to do with being set for the next day, but Ross does want to have a little bit of conversation with a, with a big ginger boy. Okay. Uh, so she's got to go out and find one. Uh, no, she's going <laughs> to... Um, uh, I assume we're probably sleeping... No. We're, yeah, we're sleeping in the mansion, so she's going to go to wherever like the rooms are. And she's gonna go to Newman's room, and she's gonna give it a little. Newms. Uh, yeah, come on in. She opens the door and comes in. What wretched mechanical sight does she behold? Uh, none. Newman's just kind of just sitting at his desk, kind of couple tinkering things here and there, but nothing. But he's not necessarily doing anything. It just looks like he was just doing some reading. Hmm, okay. She almost looks surprised that he's like only doing little tinkering things, but she she walks over to him and just very sibling like is just gonna stand behind him at his chair and then just kind of flops her chins on his shoulder. And she's gonna just be like, how you feeling? Uh, feeling stressed. (laughs) Fair. I feel like it doesn't matter how much we prepare, there'll always be something that will catch us off guard. Mm. I've just been sitting here thinking and thinking and thinking and I'm just lost. I don't think I can do anything right now. I don't know. She she stands up. I was actually going to come in and ask how, uh, you know, because we talked about it the other day. If your feelings had changed, but that kind of kind of answers the question, huh? Yeah, like I'm confident, but we'll just have to see what happens and adapt, I guess. Because yeah. yeah, there's not too much, like I said, that we can kind of prepare for. We know a couple of things. We've prepared a couple of things, but at this stage, I think we've got everything that we can get, and we've done mm-hmm. everything that we can do. So yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, no, it's... I know, it just feels so big. So I was thinking, you know, like... Again, we've talked about this, but like... When you get down to it, Taven... He's not the source of all our issues, but he's the source of most of them. Most of us. He's and she kind of... Hmm? You go. Oh, I was just going to say, she looks a little contemplative for a second. And she goes, well, Anya the least. Her issues stem... Actually, I... Uh, don't... Newman, don't tell Anya I did this. But, um... So she, like, I looked up that war that happened that, like, you know, the war, because, like, I didn't know anything about it. I'd only heard rumors about it, and I wanted to know more about it. And, and like, Anya never mentions it. And, like, there was this dude. Why does no one talk about the fact that dude named Conrad became a god? He was alive, like, ten years ago. And, like, there's, there's a woman, there's a woman teaching magic in Durham who used to travel with him. Like, like when he was a person? And there's like a politician here that used to travel with him. It's wild. And Anya, I'm rambling. I'm rambling again because I'm stressed. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, I didn't know too much of that either, actually. But yeah, no, that's fairly interesting. Maybe that's something we can pursue after this is all over. Maybe we can do like an investigation. Maybe write a book about it. Into a ten-year-old war. <laughs> I'm sure there's plenty on there, but yeah. I reckon I could well, put that... a dramatic twist on and everything. Oh, I think you definitely could. There's probably, I mean, I don't know. the The book I read about it, which is by that that like teacher in in Dorham, she like, I don't know. She talked about the group they were traveling with, and like, I don't know. I got some vibes from a couple of them. Maybe you could write a romance novel about them. My thoughts exactly. There was it's what, the best there was like a robot? I don't know. He had weird vibes. Yeah, no, fair enough. I mean, look, yeah, I'd love to hear more of these kind of people. Do, do I talk to Anya about it? But you told me not to talk to Anya about it. Look, I don't. Anya doesn't like talking about it. She's never spoken about it with me. She just kind of mentioned it handily when, like, you guys were like helping us fight the lich that first time we met and god remember when we fought a lich like the first time we met and now we're fighting another lich oh my god um but um uh, i don't know it's just uh i wanted to know more about it so i looked it up i don't know if anya wants me to know about it so that's why i said don't look up it's, it's uh it's one of those things i did that i'm maybe not super proud of it's fine uh I'm sure if you asked Anya, she'd be happy to disclose more of it. We'll see, but it's not top of my list of priorities at the moment. <clears throat> Mine would be, um, yeah, definitely Fair. an issue at hand. It's uh, something I've been working towards for a very long time and something I'd like to see done. So, yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's why I'm not able to think of anything right now because it's the only thing on my mind. Yeah, it's, um, I haven't really been able to stop thinking about it either. Um, How are you feeling about it? Uh, 
again, we've for so long I blamed every issue I had on Taven, and that's not accurate, but it is more accurate to say that a lot of the issues in my life stem from the fact that he happened. That's what I tell myself quite a fair bit. I think that's fairly justified. <laughs> yeah, now, so... I'm not sure um, if, if they'll all go away if he was no longer in charge, but at least the majority of the responsibilities and the damage that he's done can start healing. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I'm not naive enough to think that, like, we kill him and suddenly, like, there aren't going to be fascists anymore, but, you know, it's... You chop off the head, the body slowly dies. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll have lots to deal with afterwards as well. I'm not sure it'll be a smooth transition, and I'm still a little bit concerned about our dragon friend. Um, yeah, his, look... Um, artifact of power and all that jazz so um yeah. look i'm sure i'll that, to keep an eye on him and yeah a lot to do but this is all we should be focusing on right now the big thing and i'm assuming you didn't come in here to just talk about anya's little war stories and past and such like that no, I... Were you just checking in, or is there something that you want to talk about? I just wanted to check in. I... After we talked the other day, I know... I've always known this has been as big for you as it is for me. It's big for everyone. Like I said, Anya... Out of everyone, Anya has the least personal stake in this, and her stake is still pretty damn personal. Taven's the reason. All that stuff happened with Rook, that all the stuff has happened with us. Anya has a big stake in it, and that's... It's boggling to think how much of our lives are going to change tomorrow. Yeah, I'm not necessarily thinking about afterwards. Like I've got it. Like I said earlier, there's some things I'd like to chase up on, but yeah. Again, if I start thinking about after, I might be missing sight of what's happening during. So I just want to make sure we do this right. I just want to make sure we all walk away from this. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, you will get that after, yeah? Oh yeah, all absolutely. <laughs> I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather we all walk away rather than the mission being completed, to be honest. I'd rather <laughs> our group stick together and yeah. I don't know, I just don't want to lose anyone. And we've come close with some of the recent fights, so I'm just a little nervous. But we're stronger now. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no doubt. Stronger, better. We we spent all day training, you know? One day of training, that's enough, right? I'll, I'll be honest, I think it was less about training, more about showing off after <laughs> the training that everyone's been doing. So. Uh, 
Ross thinks back on how she watched Sam and Anya literally murder each other. And she's like, yeah, I'd agree with that. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, everyone had something to bring, which is good. And also worked together pretty well. So that's yeah. kind of the best I was hoping for. We're a team. Exactly. Proper team. The best team, even. <laughs> I mean, we've already saved the world once. What's the second time? Exactly. And she puts both hands on either side of his big fuzzy face <laughs> and she gives him a little kiss on the forehead. All right. She says, I love you, Nooms. I love you too. <laughs> so, any other uh, evening notes to cover? I think once uh, Rook has um, kind of like winded down in training with Anya and the others, she's going to uh, hunt down Roya for a conversation. Yeah. Find her easily enough with the uh, the other Ganassi. Oh, excellent. Oh, hey, Roya. Uh, hey. How are you? Uh, I'm fine. It's nice to see you get along well with these folks. Well, I mean, they might not be our people, but they're our people. That's true. Uh, similar enough. <laughs> Say, did you want to stay with them tonight, or did you want to come into Birdie's Rent Mansion and, you know, hang with us the final night before the battle? Whatever's up to you. Uh... I think I need one more nap with these people then from there we'll no of course we'll look of to course. the future of course that'll be was, was there something you wanted to talk about yeah yeah actually I figured could I have a just just a quick word yeah, sure so they just like walk a short distance away and then Rook will just kind of like sit down beside a tree or a rock or some kind of shelter. And she'll be like, hmm. So Roya, you're I remember you're the Capris, your parents were artists. What exactly did you want to be when you were younger? Uh I always lacked uh, the way some of the the seers were in touch with the land. I liked that being able to be one with it, to to see see it, and to their knowledge of the 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 flames nourished the earth as much as they destroyed the flames of rebirth and the flames of sustaining. I see. I think you fit into that role well. 
I'm sorry that I can't guide you into the into the seer role as much as some of the others could have. I think I think I'm getting close to to the point where I can help my own journey on that front. I'm getting a few pointers from from the fire speakers of these these folk. That's so good to hear. We never, my tribe never crossed paths with them very much when I was around, but it's really nice that we can we've got some similarities and we can have a bit more connection now. Yeah. And hey, I hope that uh, after tomorrow you can continue to go grow and and hone these crafts. You're going to be a truly wonderful seer. I can tell. I hope so. How are you feeling about tomorrow? Big battle uncommon. I I don't know how to feel. These were the people who uh, took our home from us. <laughs> I want to do what I can, but I want to make sure that I'm being smart about it. I don't want to put my efforts in the wrong place, you know. That's a smart way to do to think about it. I was worried I was going to have to caution you to uh, to take more care. Because <laughs> it's true, you have a... You've got a right to this, to, to want to do your part and avenge the people that killed the rest of our tribe. And remember, when the tribe was struck down, you were told to run. And that's our way, because we cherish our ancestors, but we also cherish our young. How can we grow and create and become strong if we don't protect our young? So that's what you've got to do. You've got to look after yourself. And I'm not asking you to run, not unless you want to, but because you're strong and you can fight if you've got to and if you want to, but you can't throw yourself against someone like Taven. Would you be willing to go against some of his... uh, some of the outskirt forces while we take on the the bastard himself I'll do what I can to to help you're gonna do great thanks sure you will too oh I'm gonna try my damn hardest (laughs) that lich is not gonna be moving one no. inch after tomorrow. No. That But no. I just had to. I had to check on you tonight, okay? You have Thank your you. rest. You, um... Uh, you know, you, you, hang out, you hang out with these companions yeah. before the, the night tomorrow, and we're gonna do great, Roy. She kind of clasps her arm gives a little squeeze thanks 
I'll see you when this is all over, okay? That's a promise? That's a promise. Okay. So, that Roya returns to the Ganassi, and you return to the mansion. Any last moments before we call it a long rest? Um, uh, so I'll pop in quickly. Um, so we did a bunch of training after the, um, the fun little gauntlet run, I guess. Um, uh, Birdie would have spent quite a lot of time doing a lot of more like hardcore training because he's trying to get used to, um, just wielding a sword again. Um, and he probably would have done, I imagine, Mitch would have done a fair amount of training with Caius as well. Um, just going over a couple of different training drills because they have slightly different ways of doing things now um, since they were reunited a couple of days ago um, at best um, but yeah at a certain point though Bertie will um, uh, when things kind of like start to wind down he kind of like goes and just finds a little spot for himself in the garden of the fake mansion I guess and um, he's going to cast a couple of sendings um so um the first one he's not expecting a response either this is just and like if anyone's observing this this he's very private while he's doing this um and first up he and he kind of like just paces a fair bit and then sort of sort of uh, rings his wrist for a bit and then reaches his hand up to his earring to expend one of card charge ascending um and so first off, uh, he sends a message to uh, Marigold, who's one of his um, staff at his mm-hmm. shop back in Dorham. Um, and his message is, hey, Marigold, I should hopefully be done with my holiday soon, so keep the store ticking over. And if not, well, you'll be good, okay? And then he kind of like feels that magical connection stretch out across um across the earth and um and then settle and take hold and then he snaps it and lets go of it um and then like um takes a couple of beats and then just kind of just paces again a little bit puts his hands on his hips for a moment and just like sighs for a long bit and then um, puts his hand back up to the ear again and he says uh, and he sends to a message to Bianca and he says hey Bianca it's me I just wanted thanks again for how you were I understand it maybe later we can talk stay safe And he feels that ping out. I imagine she probably doesn't respond. <laughs> um, but yeah, she. Uh, but he um, feels that magic stretch out. And then he snaps it again after a moment as he sends that. Mm. And then he kind of just um, just sort of like places his fingers a bit um, and just kind of looks around the garden. And then he's like, one more. Okay, let's do this. Um, 
Okay, and then he's also very quickly, well, very quickly going to go and find Caius eventually before the end of the night because that's an inevitability at this point. Um, uh, but yes, yeah, so I don't know whether they might be getting ready. They might, if they sleep together again tonight, they might be getting ready for that or something. But um, he will. That's tough to Mitch. <laughs> um, but if that's the case. A little bit further along in like Buddy's current narrative for this evening, um, he might just sort of like while well, he's like trying to like he's laying out all of his like weaponry and his armor at the, on the floor, um, very methodically. He kind of just like um, stands up and again puts his hands on his hips and just like takes a long look over everything and then looks over at Caius. Um, he's like, "How are you feeling about tomorrow?" Well, um, <clears throat> well, that's the question, really, isn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah. I think we've all done things like this before. Um, but again, not really. So. Yeah. I guess. Oh, whatever happens, happens. Yeah. I suppose. That's it. Well, um, either way, what happens, we'll sort it out. And, yeah, I'm just, this is the most we can do, I guess. All the training and all of that. This is the sum of it. One last fight. So... One last fight. Yeah. And um, he kind of uh, steps in a bit closer to Caius and just, like, uh, touches him on, like, the wrist. And then he's like, thank you for being here with me for this. Wouldn't be anywhere else. (laughs) I'm the same here, honestly. (laughs) You've heard this before, but, you know... um, I feel better when I'm with you, and I'm a better person too, so, I think, (laughs) so I think, um, when we're together, things will be good, we'll keep everyone safe, we'll keep each other safe, and, well, you know, I, I didn't belong anywhere for most of my life, and that changed a lot about me, as I've said a lot, I cover a lot of what I thought, and I did, and, it's funny, I guess, thinking about it now, just before we're about to go into it all. I didn't trust anyone because everyone would leave back in the day or let me down or screw me over. So I did the same to them. And now I've got a family and friends even. And I've got you, so... So long alone, I started to finally worry about someone that just wasn't me. Someone who just wanted to leave again for his own good then and for other people, but you came back. And we found out who we wanted to be together, and all I want to be is with you. So, one last fight, and then all bets are off, and we can do whatever we like. I think it'll be good. Do you trust me? Forever and always. (laughs) <laughs> he like um flushes like uh pink uh a bit um 
And then um, he's like, forever and always. <laughs> Let's get. Uh, okay, a, a kiss. A kiss on. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's the end of that scene. Okay. So, um, I believe that covers everything people would be likely to want to cover in the evening. And you all. Really quickly, just before Caius goes mm. to bed, um, uh, Caius is just going to um, just sort of like, duck off to the loo or something or other. Um, and he's just sort of wandering around um just sort of looking at the the decor and the architecture um and he's just going to um hop outside very quickly sort of find a nice little patch of grass and take a seat um, and just sort of play around with the grass a little bit um and then he's going to try and sit more cross-legged which is uh very difficult to him because he has thick thighs um but he does manage after a little while um and he's just going to sort of uh, close his eyes and then sort of open one a little bit and then really squint both eyes shut again like he's really trying to concentrate um and he'll just be quiet for a moment and just say Um, my lady, I don't know if this, well, I don't know if you can hear me, um, just wanted to let you know, um, well, uh, firstly, hi, it's, uh, Caius, um, we, uh, we spoke earlier, um, I, I'm sure you're aware that, um, Tomorrow's going to be a thing. Um, I don't really know what's going to happen. But regardless, I wanted to thank you for giving me the opportunity to spend a couple of days with my friends. Um, I don't know if there's a word limit on this. So I think I'll just stop talking. Um, have a nice night. If you have, bye. And he'll sort of get up and kind of brush him, brush himself off, and sort of toddle back into the house. All right. So with that, you all take your long rest and awake in the morning uh and is there any last minute preparations that folks want to do in the morning any uh Caius I I suspect I know who it's going to go to but your end of rest uh allocation uh yes um it's Sam no (laughs) it's 100% going through to Bertie yes alright um Anything else folks want to cover in the morning before heading back to New Arcadia to fight? 
Yes. Mm. Yes. Um, so I imagine, correct me if I'm wrong, Eddie, but um, I'd imagine probably uh, Rick and Maya, like, yeah, they spend the night together and they probably like just spend some time just like talking about just like random things about each other, just like random things that they like and dislike and little events that have happened in their past before eventually um going to sleep in each yeah. other's arms. I think um yeah, they most likely were talking um a lot of just casual nothings, I guess. Um nothing of heavy weight. Um, but just p- sharing parts of each other that uh, there hasn't really been time or a chance to um, quite late into the night um, before falling asleep together. Yeah. And um, when Rook wakes up, um, she'll probably wake up to Anya having sort of sat up um, and weirdly enough um, Anya like has cast um, gust on her hands to sort of make these makeshift gloves um, and is playing with Rook's hair and has been for the past um, couple of hours since she rose early. Um, Adorable, your girl would never. (laughs) (laughs) And um, when she sort of hears Rook stirring, she's like, uh, good morning. Morning. You sleep well? Better than um, in a very long time. I'm glad to hear it. How did you, how did you sleep? No nightmares, it was, it was great. (laughs) I'm glad. She kind of, she leans down and presses like a gentle kiss to Rook's forehead. She's like, big day. Big day. I'm, I'm glad we're together. We have that night at least. This is maybe a bit weird, but um. I'm going to try and I'm going to try to talk to my mom. Do you mind just being in the room? Of course. Of course, Rook. I would be honored. Thank you. It's, um, it's not, it's not her soul. It's, but it is. It's a great amount of essence of her. She was really talented in the way of the ancestral guardian. So now her spirit lies with me now and 
for so long I've been trying to contact her and this is the only the second time that I'm that I'm gonna talk to her. But I I think before this battle I Well, I gotta let her know. I know that um that if she is anything like me that she's proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. And then I guess um, Rook will slowly like extract herself <laughs> from Anya, give her a hand a squeeze and then kind of go about uh, the room setting up um, the spell. She gets out her Brazier, I blanked on the word. Oh. Um, the, the like the this, this dark black brazier, and um, probably gets some ash and starts making symbols on it. And then before just sitting calmly uh, before her, before it, and slowly this smoke will rise from it, and it'll take the unmistakable uh, the the very vague kind of flickery form of her mother which you can very vaguely see when she calls forward the spirits that's probably a little bit Mm. more apparent she's um yeah strong woman uh strong nose mane of hair and she's yeah just takes a smoky form she'll go hi mom hello my child It's so good to hear your voice. I think you heard before from me how sorry I am for what happened to you. And that I couldn't contact you sooner. And I've had so many questions about what happened, what I could have done differently, but I think after all this time. Look not to the past, but to the future. Revere the past where it helps, but use it to move to a greater future. You're right. I don't think it... It's helped nothing all these years just being guilty about what's happened and what I could have done. I don't think I even want to know exactly how you died. But I wanted to let you know that I am going to kill the people who did it, and I'm going to stop them from being able to do anything similar to anyone else ever again. I guess I wanted to ask you. How do you want them dead? Anya is sweating. <laughs> Understandable. 
the flames are seen to purify and to cleanse corruption and burn away undeath within our teachings. Burn them? Sure. I can do that gladly. You have my word, he will be burnt to ash. <laughs> but my second question is... Uh, how... What should I do for Royer? How can I care for her? And I've got to thank you again for for letting me know that there was someone out there other than me. Teach her our ways. Let her commune with the spirits of those past. Through us, she will learn her path, much as you have learned yours. Of course, of course, you've been so helpful. And she's already growing so strong, I think. I think she's going to have a great path ahead of her. I'll, I'll do all I can to support her. also, Mom. <laughs> um, I wanted to introduce you to someone. This is not... This is... This is Anya. She's... She is so dear to me. And she's one of the reasons why I've come as far as I... I've come as far as I have. <laughs> Anya, um, she kind of walks over from where she was and uh, kneels in front of the entity that is Rook's mum and she kind of bows her head a little bit and she's like it is um, truly an honour not only to meet you but to even be in the presence of someone who raised Someone so wonderful and important to me. I hope that um, we can do you proud today. I have no doubt that you will. Rook just kind of turns to um, Anir and is like, <laughs> if you met her in real life, she would have called you a big old sucker. <laughs> But, but thank you. <laughs> Anya just kind of chuckles nervously and she's like, um, I, uh, sorry, I am, um, it is hard to know how to make a good impression on, um, anyone for me, let alone someone so important who has already, uh, Past the veil, so 
no, I, <laughs> you're fine. You're fine. I, I'm sorry that I kind of <laughs> sprung a lot on you here. <laughs> and he just sort of um, looks a little bit embarrassed um, and just like takes one of Rook's hands, <laughs> gives it a squeeze. Rook gives her a reassuring squeeze. <laughs> Slowly, the ashes begin to descend, dissolving from the form of your mother in, back down into the brazier. It is still radiating a warmth, but the spirit is no longer active. For now. Her yeah. kind of just takes a deep breath. <laughs> there we go. I think I think she'd be happy with how everything's gone in the end. And I think she'd approve of you. <laughs> you know, I admit. I haven't thought about it much, but she could be really annoying. She was bossy ass. <laughs> Maybe you'd grade each other, but in the end, she'd, she'd be proud of all of this. When, um, when she was here, I could feel a bit of the magic. She feels like warmth, and she feels like love, and she feels like you. <laughs> That's very true. I think we would have gotten along just fine. <laughs> After so. all, if, if there's something I've learned, it's that um, the mutual love of another will kill many wounds. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I loved her and and I love you and <laughs> I think I'm, I still think wish things could have been different, but um I'm glad I'm at the place that I'm at now. You deserve for things to have gone a different way, but I am honored to be counted among those that you have loved in your life. And I love you too. I love you too. Thank you for everything. She kind of gives her a hug. And she's definitely very teary eyed throughout all of this. Anya, um, when she pulls back from the hug, which is likely a a long one and a firm one, like comforting firm, not like agitated firm, um, she pulls back and she um, strokes Rook's cheek with her hand. She's like, 
Now let's go kill this fucking asshole and be done with it. Absolutely. So, any final reveals or activations that people want to do before heading back to New Arcadia? I got a quick one. (laughs) Um, so, uh, so Caius, you would notice something about Bertie first because you wake up with him. Um, and first off, I guess I've mentioned it before, but as we know, Anya doesn't just sleep, she waits. Elves don't sleep, but Bertie sort of sleeps after his upbringing around so many non-elves and Deosil for so long, working so hard. He sort of sleeps more for comfort than anything, closer to a sleep than a trance. And um, mostly for comfort and to be close to people he's passed only moments with before and now just one man, maybe for a very long time indeed. Um, so anyway... Betty sleeps, sort of, and for maybe a few moments, he lingers asleep longer than you do. Um, unless Caius doesn't sleep at all, <laughs> by which case I presume he has, because he's got a long rest. Um, but yeah, just a few moments longer than you do. Um, but he has changed. Uh, no long red hair splayed across the blankets anymore. Now blue again, but softer, more pink. The earrings you gifted him more, more than a year ago blossomed into roses, and there are flowers everywhere around you, pink and blue, a spring season. Cool like winter, but spring. And when he wakes up, for a moment after that, um, as you realise, um, his eyes, again, still the blue hair, his eyes are now pink. Um, again, a spring season, cool and warm all at once. He's, yeah, that's all you notice. <laughs> Everyone will notice that soon. Kaius just gets to notice it first because they slept together. Uh, in that brief moment where Birdie is still asleep, Kaius just kind of like looks over and does a little bit of a double take um, and then kind of like propped up on his elbows for a little bit and then just kind of slowly and quietly lowers himself back down and just kind of rolls over to sort of stare at Birdie's face for a while. And then, yeah, I guess when he wakes up, um, yeah, he opens his eyes. Um, and, yeah, he's usually quite jumpy when he wakes up, but he's just calm when he wakes up and then he kind of like blinks a bit and kind of and yeah those eyes are again that kind of like galaxy sort of starry pink that they were first when you cleared the um purge off into thara for him back in dsl um you were the first person to notice i believe um and then yeah he kind of just blinks a bit looks around like kind of like just slides his gaze around for a moment and then slides back at you like oh good morning yes it is (laughs) and then he um he kind of like uh presses presses his forehead against kaisa's forehead and and then um for a moment and he's like you ready to go kill 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 some horrible fascist guy, I guess? 
Well, I mean, don't forget that he's bald. Yes, he's bald, so, you know, it'll be good. <laughs> Always down. <laughs> well, <laughs> absolutely. Come on. <laughs> Let's, um... As much as I'd like to be here forever, let's go make brekkie. <laughs> you all have breakfast, have your uh, realizations that Bertie's hair has changed yet again. Um, and, um, and gradually make your final preparations to return to the Ganassi and then head back to New Arcadia and as you do the uh, Ganassi um, roar into battle as they siege the city, providing the distraction and the uh, the call that you need to get Haven out from his comfy little lair. So, what are you folks doing to get to said lair? So everything is now happening right yes excellent Caius would like to take a quick second to look around turn to the rest of the group and say so what's the plan oh yeah you didn't actually do that damn um yeah plan plan what's the plan everyone Anya laughs briefly and um she's like the plan is to kill him um I don't know how much preparation you're all comfortable with or you all need. All I know is that regardless of action, I trust you all. I love you all. And I believe that we will do this. Which I know is not the plan that you are looking for, Caius, but it is the plan that that I am going with uh he's also bad against fire so i'm going to uh, cast uh, a spell on my arrows uh before we head in but um yes fire like, if you have it oh yeah <laughs> charges off his sword with fire i'll be at the forefront and rook uh, summons her axe says um otherwise uh protect the healers don't get too split apart and well, look out for each other and take him down. Yeah. Should be good. Don't forget we got the earrings, so he might do something to jam, but be be careful. Let me water stick. It'll be fine. Well, this'll be good. I believe in all of you and we'll do it. Mm. Um now I'm good at hitting things good. Probably not as good as Gibrook or you, Caius. Um but if there's a lot of enemies, uh, I can probably control, like, get into them more, I guess. To be very technical about it. Um, so, let me know. Holler if you need that. That's my plan, I guess. I'll, um, 
I'll do what I can from range and support where I can. We've got him out of his comfort zone, bringing him out into the open air. So what Rook said, really try not to spread out, but also don't bunch up. And uh, I'll be on support. I'll try and help out however I can and try and give him as get him some sort of disadvantage. We'll do we, what I can. we got this, yeah? We got this. We got this. We've killed a god! <laughs> What's a guy? What's a guy after you've killed a god, you know? Um, so Newman's gonna butt in and say, uh, so let's just take this step by step. How do we want to get there? Should we teleport or should we fly? I think if we can fly, that's going to be a, the use of a lesser resource in theory than a teleport will. All right. So, yeah, Newman will throw out his little dragon totem on the ground, which will expand into the dragon body, and Zoot will plop himself in the head slot and um, he'll say, All aboard. All right. All aboard. Hat. Okay, all aboard. Here we go. All right. Good luck, all. I think this time we need to be nice and visible. Get Taven to see us. Dramatic out of, entrance. Out of Always. curiosity, are we bringing along a second flying creature? Oh, I believe that Teddy. is up to... I don't know, Mitch. Is... Are we? <laughs> Because he's uh, just been chilling at the. Um... Caius has 100% oh, yeah. uh, brought out all. Uh, all They're bringing Theodore. out a Ted Theodore Logan. Yeah. Uh, uh, the horse? The Pegasus? If no one has objected in any way possible. He will be uh, <sighs> coming along with us. Um, <laughs> also, yeah. it should be noted that unless anyone has specifically requested that hat back, he still looks like a donkey. <laughs> a flying donkey. Incredible. Taven's Make him so look like a person and sit on the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> now, remember, That's he incredible. only looks like a donkey. <laughs> He's still technically Pegasus size, so him that doesn't matter. <laughs> being on the donkey would... Darby, I'm trying to help you with searching for minis. <laughs> Uh, Take the win on this one. (laughs) Excellent. If this Uh, horse looks like a guy, it's going to look incredible when Caius rides him into battle (laughs) on shoulders like a kid at a carnival. True, yes. (laughs) All right. So. So Caius would be um, riding Theodore. I don't know if anyone else would be on as well. You You could have one other person with you on Theodore. Oh yeah, curse uh, Kaya's her. asks the question to everyone, but looks at Bertie. <laughs> it's like, oh, does anyone We're else want to go around and try to tell you right now? Anya, um, <laughs> jokingly sort of steps forward and she's like, yes, of course I would, no, of, take Bertie. <laughs> and like shoves Bertie forward. Oh, what, me? Oh, well, if you insist, yes. Okay, we'll be aerial support. This will be good. I can fly anyway, so this 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 will help. If anything happens. 
<laughs> and Bear's like, oh, and then just scurries like right, right next to Caius again. Because for some reason he just feels safer around Caius for multiple reasons. Crazy. Um, Caius is also going to reach into the saddlebag and pull out a um, little amulet um, that's a little uh, rusty. It's old. It's got a little bit of magic on it. Um, uh, and hands it to Bertie and says, this is, um, <clears throat> well, just for any uh, passengers as a safeguard. Oh, okay. Like a seat, no seatbelt, like a fantasy seatbelt. Um, I don't, sure. It looks nice. Ah, uh, well, it's incredibly old. I've just never used it. It's, um, uh, it's a little, uh, a token thing. Apparently, um, if you, uh, fall off, it will, uh, stop you from crashing into the ground. Oh, that's um, a bonus. Yeah, no, yes. thank you. No, I've had one for a while, actually. I, um, uh, pulled it out when we were on the airship a long time ago and oh, yeah, never that's really right. used it. Man, so it's that's... sort of been in a saddlebag. Well, it only half smells of horse, so it's great. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. I hope it works. It'll be good. Pleasure uh, to be your co-passenger. Caius, quickly, before you two um, lift off, uh, yes. can I trade Bertie for my haversack, please? I'm not taking that haversack with me instead of Bertie, if that's what you're asking. I want it back. I, that That is what I am asking. <laughs> Please. <laughs> well, that's a relief to hear. It's a pretty good haversack. I should know. <laughs> I, I, yes, I, I guess. Um, <clears throat> right and we'll sort of take it off, which he's like very diligently like done up all the straps and everything to fit his body. Um, and he'll sort of take it off and pass it over. Yeah. Uh, that's Sorry, very, he uh, was a gift from a close friend. I, uh, <laughs> I'm sure that friend can arrange one for you after the battle. Oh, no, it's fine. It was just um, very nice to be able to um, carry things without uh, constantly be weighed down by them all. Is your things in here? Um, oh, actually, yes, um, I did put, put it. Um, no, put it, put, put it back on. You can keep it for the fight. It is fine. I have a regular pack. Oh, no, it's, it's all good. I, all I <laughs> no, need. No, Caius, Caius, after the, after the battle. Oh, okay. I thought if I might need to, it's fine. It's going to put it back on. <laughs> and Bertie would feel like an exasperated ruffling of his hair <laughs> from um, just a ominous gust of wind. Very <laughs> yeah, just like sneezes for some reason. Huh, huh, hmm. <laughs> and just like flattens and pats his hair back down again. Stay safe. Right. Same to you. Same As you fly... As you fly towards the center of the city, how are you approaching this? I guess, like, is it like some citadel or is it just another one of those portals or 
Yeah, Darby, explain what we're seeing. Yeah. So, what you are seeing as you fly towards the center of the city, you actually see that the city is concave in that the outer um, areas are the taller and more built up. And as you get to the center, the city reaches a low point where the buildings are no larger than a shack or an outhouse. And there are eight of them in a circle. You see combat breaking out between the uh, Ganassi and the Mage Slayers and Wizards. And you focus in on making your way through to the city's center. And as you do, and you see this figure emerging from one of the buildings at the center that you all uh, to various extents recognize that this figure must be Taven Sarag. Can I get you all to roll initiative? Fuck everyone! Fuck. Ross got a 24. Mitch, what was that reaction? No, not in that 20. Ross is a plus 7. Mitchell, what is that face? I've got a new set of dice from my sister. I've just rolled them for the first time. And I got a natural one. Oh. <gasps> so... Total of eight. Anni got a twelve. Uh, I got a nineteen, I believe. <clears throat> it's disappeared on me, but yeah. Yep, there it is. Funnily enough, but he got an eleven. <laughs> so- oh, <yeah. laughs> Roads well. Yeah, that's alright. Like, this is just going a bit slow, I guess. Okay, yeah. Ross, you won initiative. Uh, uh, I was not expecting this. Okay. Um, so, we're riding in on a dragon. Massive dragon, right? Okay, I'm assuming, like, you know, we left pretty early in the day. Like, the sun's behind us. We're all lit up. Ross has got her flaming red hair that isn't actually flames, but, you know, could be in the sunlight blowing behind her. And as the dragon, like, turns and Taven Sarag comes into view and he locks eyes with us and says, you. She, uh, I'm assuming Zoot Zoot probably lands, but, like, Ross isn't even going to get off of Zoot Zoot. She's actually going to stand up and kind of climb up his neck a little bit and like stand there like like a little, like a like a pride rock scenario where she's just going to look Taven dead at the eyes and she, and she goes and uh, 
Yeah. She's gonna say, um, what? Us? Oh, weren't you expecting the headline to your obituary to turn up today? You big, bald piece of shit. And that's vicious mockery. <laughs> Just to get us started. Yes! <laughs> I want disadvantage. Well, I want, I want him to get the disadvantage. Yes. Wisdom, 22. I know he's a wizard. <laughs> uh, he also has advantage, so that cancels out. So that's going to be a 25. Oh, well. Well, okay. That saves. Yes, because she doesn't have anything like potent cantrip like other characters I do have. But uh, she just wanted to insult him, mostly, so that's her first move. <laughs> okay. And her... Uh, her second move is... Because he needs it. Um, uh, yeah, she's gonna look up at uh, Caius and Bertie flying in on the Pegasus. And she's gonna go, uh, oh! And there's the main stars, aren't they? Get him, boys! And that's a uh, bardic inspiration to coin flip. Uh... Would have been good to have a coin. Uh... To Bertie. Thank you. <laughs> so, D12 plus two. Okay. So, next in the initiative, you all hear coming in from a distance this of footsteps as you notice appearing around this area a creature that you recognize as one of the Mage Slayer beasts. Uh, and be able to do much. They're just going this thing, so they're all just gonna kind of roar out. Um, nothing else they can really do. Uh, Newman, it's your go. Um, cool. Um, how far away are those mage slayer beasts? Um, from you, they are about... ...40 feet away. 30 and 40 feet... Um... In range... Ah, uh, that doesn't really work. Cool. So, Newman is going to cast... Um, web 
on those Mage Slayer Beasts, if you can, please. Okay, what is the range? 60 feet range. 20 foot cube. 20 foot cube. So you could... Yeah. Um, I think you're going to be restricted to one. I think just with the distance, let me check. Um, I think there are two that are close enough that you're going to get two if you want. Central one here. We'll go for the combo, please. Yeah. All right. So, uh, both have advantage on the saving throw. What is That's the DC? Fine. Dexterity 21. Dexterity 21. All right. So, for the reverser, um, that's a natural point for 20. Um... And for Sirak, uh, a natural 19. That saves. Excellent. And for a bonus action, don't believe there's much he can do at this stage. So if it's allowed, he will take a potion. Um, can Newman please have... I believe it was... Mm. You're getting the maximum number of hit points for any value you spend. Um, yeah, no, I guess he's just going to take a potion of... Nah, it's not worth it. He'll just, um, he just won't do anything with his bonus action. Hide or dodge. He'll go with the dodge action. Okay. Cool. Sam. Um, new Zoot. Oh. Yeah, sorry. Zoot doesn't get to come out very often, so I just want to make sure he gets his turn. So, uh, yeah, Zoot's going to go straight for the Radiant Breath. And if he can position himself to hit both um, Sarag and one of the Mage Slayers. Um, so, um, I need to read. So the Mage Slayers are immune. Radiant. Excellent. So this, hmm. Yeah, this is technically a effect, so he does. The DC isn't much. It's just a DC 16 dexterity. Okay, cool. Alright, so that is 33 radiant damage. 33, yeah, fairly mixed rolls there. Um, and yeah, no, that's it. And because, yeah, the uh, Mage Slayer is immune, doesn't take any. Sammy's going to say, uh, who needs to get down? 
I like the idea. Newman, if it's okay with you, I'll stay up here for now. No worries. I can get there myself. Right, I'm on it, and she'll she'll charge in. She will. Um, got a new clothes you do the rest absolutely um so from sam that is a d10 um and that is his turn and it is rather conveniently your go fantastic okay so um how close am i to taven am i right on uh, you? yeah so you you would be able to reach him he's only really hovering at this point very cool, very cool. Okay, so Rook will, Rook will look up to him and be like, Taven Sorak, you've killed so many good people. For, for what? For this power? And then she will, from the braces of Nordril around her um, arms, she'll slowly catch fire into a big blaze and she'll say, and then she put gestures out to all the, the um, the fighting from the fire genasi all about the city and says well look at all this fire around you it's all coming for you and the the blue and purple and orange flames of her ancestral guardians all emerge as she uh, rages as a bonus action and just yells at him and gets right up in his face and that's my go um do you not have an action to... Oh, my action was um, Investiture of Flame. Ah, yes. All yes, right. yes, so that's been done yes. now. Okay. Um, now the burning, that's on his turn, isn't it? So, yes, like, he's going to get... Uh, okay. At the top or end of? At the top. At the top of his turn? Okay. Yes, if he starts in there, he will get um, 1d10 fire damage. Well, it is his turn. So he gets seven damage. All right. Uh, except no, he gets fourteen because it's fire damage. Vulnerable to. Uh, all right. Okay, so he is going to on his turn. Uh, Yeah, so he's gonna he's gonna start with a uh, he's he's gonna he's gonna invoke a curse on you, Rook. Uh, and say, you will die like the rest of your people. Um, can you roll me a constant saving throw? Okay, I get advantage on this because it's within five feet. That's a 25. 
<laughs> nice try. Uh, then I don't, I don't think any of these bonus actions. So that uh, is. In that case, I will invoke a Mage Slayer, and I will attack him for casting within five feet of me. He has not cast a spell. Oh, it's not a spell. Never mind. Oh, okay. Yeah, actually, I want to speak. There is something that I need. hear this um, horrid gnash um, yeah. so um, so saving throw um but for now for now it yeah is not gonna do much of anything because again nothing really at a range um anya it is your go dang it tarby <laughs> um Sorry, I was looking through. Uh, uh, who's next in initiative? Uh, next is Bertie. Next is Bertie. Can I drop Anya down to be after Bertie? Uh, yes, I'll allow that. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Um, so, Bertie. Me. Um, I will check with Mitch because he's also technically in charge of Teddy, I presume. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, Birdie will, um, I, yeah, okay, I prepared to attack. So, Birdie will, um, kind of, uh, shift a bit. Um, he, like, progresses, you can, like, feel him Actually. kind of, like, tensing. Um, <laughs> probably, like, and he's, um, got his, like, sword raised. You and are just, he's, like, I will say you are just within range of the, uh, of the nullifier, so I will need you to make me a wisdom saving throw. Okay, no problem. Um, but yeah, Kaius can visit. Kaius can probably very easily tell the second that these creatures start coming on. Birdie is very, very, very tense. Oh, okay. Um, so wis- wisdom saving throw was it? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's fine. Twenty-five. <laughs> yeah. No, you are <laughs> fine. Like, ten and then went, oh. You remember like how paralyzing and frightful this uh this yeah. was last time you were there and you think, No, I've got this. Like I'm not yeah. gonna let these things get the best of me again and push it, through. 
yeah, he tenses up, yeah, quite a bit. Um, and for a moment, he's as we're like flying through the air, like there's a couple of like petals floating back uh, behind him, and they just like burst into flame for a moment. Um, as he just tenses and pushes past that uh, fear effect. Um, and he um, and he just freezes the sword wall, and then just like yeah, with like a hand on like Kaisa's shoulder at that point, like whenever you're ready, and I'll prepare to attack with my sword, basically. Okay. So who who are you preparing to attack? Um, whatever's closest. My, my my trigger is whenever I get closest to something that I wanted an enemy, I will attack. Okay. Um. All right. Um, at the end of your turn, I think I'm going to use the first legendary actions. Um, I think I'm going to... Everyone make me a wisdom saving throw, please. This includes Zoot Zoot and, um... Like, Kaius, you get a plus six to whatever you roll. And you get a plus five. Oh, babe! Um, now, just to double check with, um, say for example, Zoot, uh, his wisdom is just ten. Um, so... So, so that would be a plus zero. Plus zero to his saving throw? Yeah, I thought so. Cool. Uh, yeah, cool. Awesome. Um, is this a charm effect and is this a spell? It is not a charm effect. It is not a spell. Um, Newman will be using his um, uh, artificer inspiration of Zoot to give him a plus seven. So, uh, 32. 26. Oh. Fourteen. Twenty-six for Newman and a twenty-five for Zoot. I used an expenditure of Lucky as well as an expenditure of Peerless Skill, and that made it a thirty. I got a twenty-two. Uh, you are very, very. Actually, no, wait, um, you're close enough to Sam that you have his brain. Oh, thanks. Gives you a plus five to your save, which is enough. Um, but Sam's would be for Rook because... So, Anya, you take uh, 11 points of psychic damage 
and are frightened of Taven. Cool. Um, remind me what that would mean specifically. So, the is it just she can't move closer? Yes, you cannot move cool. closer. Yep. Is it voluntarily closer? So let's say if Zoot flew closer, that'd be okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. She's on Zoot, uh, so... Yeah. <laughs> um, just quickly, is Anya within 30 feet of Rook? Uh... Oh, okay, the spirits try to get to you, but you're a bit far away. Is Anya within 30 feet of Caius? Uh, you're immune to fear. <laughs> Caius's aura of courage um, bolsters everyone's um, mentality. Anya, um, she's it's, can sort of feel the energy raiding off uh, Taven and she feels this uh, feeling of fear within her. Um, and then she uh, hears behind her Caius uh, most likely whispering words of comfort to Teddy. And she's like, actually, I think we'll be okay. <laughs> okay. Um, Anya's go? Yes. Cool. Um, Anya, she taps the earrings and she's like, um, I'm about to uh, try something I've never tried before, but I've been able to do for a while. I thought if uh, there's any time, it will be now. And let us all pray that it just doesn't end up happening. Um, and she, now I do have a question. Yes. With her sorcerer ability of planar mm-hmm. summoning, would it count as a spell? No, because it is an ability. Damn it. Because I was going to see if she could um, use some sorcery points to make it a bonus action instead of an action. But that's fine. Yeah. Um, so Anya is going to... And sorry, Darby, I've not prepared you for this whatsoever. Um, but Anya is going to use four of her sorcery points. Um, and next to uh, Taven up on his little platform, um, and Ored, or Ored, I don't know how it's pronounced. Okay. Um, which is a fey, um, is summoned. I have all of the stats up on another tab. Okay, brilliant. Um, brilliant. They are immediately. Would you like me to up. roll an initiative for it to drop uh, into, or will we it work will, off my will, will, will. Awesome. Um, now I've got to think about what I wanted to do for a bonus action, uh, considering that wasn't a spell. Uh, mm, she will. What does she have for bonus actions? This is... Okay. For her bonus action, she is going to... She's gonna hide. Okay. Not that she really needs it for, um... For, like, a... a 
uh, sneak attack sake, but uh, maybe maybe it just means that she won't get like attacked attacked. So that um, is what Anya is going to do. And um, you all uh, see a um, fey-like fiery creature um, this silvery sort of magic swirls right next to where Taven is and this um, fey-like uh, smouldering creature um, is summoned mm. and appears in this sort of staticky, silvery um, thing. Um, Over the earrings for the creeper is like, Oh, nice one! Better bigger than a seahorse, too! Good job! And, um, if anyone has the ins- Oh, Zoot Zoot can probably hear Anya, uh, just whispering to herself, um, Don't be Heffron, don't be Heffron, don't be Heffron. <laughs> um, but it is not a fiend, so don't be, it won't be. <laughs> Um, now, Zoe, this is a humanoid, um, so feel free to roll on the hotness scale if you would like. Of course. It's a seven! Yeah. Wow, so it has to be. Yeah. yeah. Oh, then I roll an advantage. <laughs> it's a ten! It's a ten! <laughs> um, Taven pauses like, damn. Well, I think it's only appropriate then incubus mini for it yeah well i was tempted to summon an incubus but then i was like no fire um so yeah this big sexy entity um is some and sentient things right am i gonna do it am i gonna like just swing in and on the fly create a character yeah sure um They're very um, sort of life and beautiful, almost high fashion beautiful, um, genderless, an agender entity, um, they them pronouns, um, sort of takes a look around the battlefield and is like, uh, oh, this should be interesting. <laughs> Um, and they're going to fireball at, um, Taven. All right. Uh, uh roll to hit. Yep. Um, hold on. I don't know much about this spell. <laughs> uh, it um, is actually, 1d10 fire. Uh, I am going to um, change that, actually. Reckon, okay. reckon, reckon. Um, so they are going to uh, multi-attack. Um, yeah. And they're going to fire touch um, twice and just sort of uh, go up to Taven and just sort of shove him a couple of times. Okay. Laughing. Um, so it, I will roll dice. Hold on. I gotta. Yeah. 
tab into another thing to roll the dice um, and then add the modifier after. Okay, so that is a 18 to hit on the first uh, one. That will miss, unfortunately. Dang it. Okay, that's fine. Um, and then they're going to attempt again and hope they roll better. Perfect. Uh, that's a 23 to hit for the second. 23 will also miss. Oh, dang it. This yeah. wasn't very well thought out. Um, <laughs> that's fine. They uh, they just hang out. <laughs> okay. Uh, and finally, Caius's turn. Oh, no, I forgot. There is one more uh, Mage Slayer beast that shows up. Uh, one of the uh, almost... The, the uh, quadrupedal canine-like creatures with the eyeball tail um, shows up and I think this one actually has a ranged attack um, it does and so it is going to target from here um, it's going to try to target Caius with a mind bolt well that's annoying um, can I tell it firmly no? You can, and that does seem to throw it off a little as it misses. Excellent. Um, Sometimes and then all it, is, it needs is a firm word. Then it is your go. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kaya shrugs because he's like, yeah, no, that absolutely worked exactly how he wanted it to. Um, <clears throat> and... Well, I guess we're on a Pegasus. Yes. There's a lot happening right now, but mm-hmm. there is also a bald man in front of us. Yes. I think we're going to go dive bomb the bald man. Okay. Now, he is hovering up in the air, so it's not entirely a dive bomb, but it Perfect. is... Perfect. That's all good. Yeah. yeah, but I believe the Pegasus has enough speed that you can get to him. Yes. Does it have enough speed that we can also get away afterwards? Um, we have a fly speed of 90. Yeah. Yes. Excellent. Certainly. We would like to do a passing strike and then okay. circle back around again. All right. So, um, roll to attack Bertie. I believe that also triggers your held it attack. It does. Together. So, yes. Uh... So Caius at this point has um, uh, in flying in and getting ready um, has spent a, a large quantity of that time uh, trying to pull a lance from the backpack uh, <laughs> which he has done and propped up to his shoulder um, and is just charging headlong at Taven. Now remind me again is this first attack at disadvantage is yes. that what's happening okay. yes because of your natural one in initiative yes because he was distracted yes um, excellent 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 that was a natural one okay uh, your dice <laughs> so the first the first attack misses Uh, and I guess we're sort of like uh, trying to control everything um, and then he's going to ah, try and 
jab it in a little bit to try and like correct the lance as we're flying through and trying to use the momentum of Felix to um, uh, impact. And this one's not at disadvantage, is that correct? Uh, this one is not, no. This one is not. Excellent. That is uh, good. Uh, that one, so, that, uh, where is it? Let's, ah, oh, there it is. 33 to hit. 33 certainly hits. Perfect. Here we go. So, that is that, and I also deal additional radiant damage as well with my improved divine smite. Alright. Uh, so, okay. how much damage does that end up as? You don't do any fire damage. New, I uh, uh, Caius abhors fire damage. Yes. Uh, remind me, what kind of damage do you do? So the uh, first damage from the lance is just magical piercing. Yep. Uh, and then I deal an additional one d eight radiant damage. Okay, so that can all be rolled in together. Excellent. Are you doing any additional smiting with that? No. Uh, I rolled a one. Not, and even, a two. not even a low level smite. Um, we'll put we'll put a level of smite in. Okay. A single uh, level of smite. Okay. Um, so that becomes, I believe, three additional d8 because Taven is undead. Yay. Okay. Ah, oh, rolls above a two. Let's go. Uh. <laughs> That said, I rolled two twos and a six, but there was one <laughs> above two, so we're happy. This, yep. it, we're off to a slow start, but it's fine. Uh, so we've got uh, 10, 12 points of radiant damage. Okay. And 12 points of magical piercing damage. So 24 points of damage, all told. Yes. All right. All right. And... Attack. Now uh, that is all of Caius' attacks. Paladin, um, and we do Bertie's ready attacks. Yeah, I imagine Bertie's probably sitting behind Caius, I guess. And then we can <laughs> go back to uh, yeah, On uh, the Teddy and any possible bonus action stuff that you yes. have. Oh, uh, also Caius is very quickly mentioned to Bertie um, as we're dive bombing in. Um, <clears throat> just in case, get ready to grab the reins. Okay, here we go. Oh! <laughs> Excellent. Um, so yeah, as Kais has tried to like finagle the lance, um, as we sweep by, Bertie is think Kais can feel the heat crackling, but that could just be from Bertie. Um, on the sword that he has charged up, the sword that his sisters, that Kais' sisters actually gave Bertie. And um, as we swing by, he um, does a fell swoop at Taven, and that is a 30 to hit. That he certainly hits. Yep. Um, okay. So, um, and it's charter. I've mentioned before it's charter for fire, like fire. So he's doing fire damage. So that's doubled, isn't it? Uh, yeah. So that will so, have to be separated out from any other damage yes. types you are doing. Um, awesome. So just a moment. So the non-fire damage um, will be. Uh, hang on. And don't forget the uh, 3d6 from Yes, I get advantage because I have Caius here right with yeah. me. Um, you don't get advantage, but you get the additional damage. 
Yes, yeah, yeah, let's take a check because yeah, I've got yes, someone next to me. Um, cool. So, um, so the non-fire damage is about um, hang on, what was it again? I pre-rolled it. Um, so the separate, so uh, seven points of regular damage. Seven points. And then fire damage is doubled. Yes. Yes. Okay, and then uh, the 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 three D six are also fire damage. Um, and that was how much? Nine. Okay, just a moment. All right, so on his first attack, Bertie does 110 points of damage. Including that non-magical from before or not including uh, that no, non-magical? No, not including that. So, so uh, the fire is 117 points of damage. Yeah, 110 fire because it's doubled. Crispy. So, already doubled, but yes. Um, yeah. So that blazes. Um, yeah. And um, then I have a second attack. <laughs> so, in that same time, um, so a 27 to hit. 27, uh, that would hit, but he's going to use a reaction shield, which brings okay. his AC up to 29. Cool. I was like, huh, too slow. Um, and then uh, for bonus action... Um, you don't get a bonus do? action because it's not your turn. It's a oh, held yeah, that's action. right. Yeah, yes. that's right. That's fun. That's um, all I do then. Because we are still on Kaius' turn. And yes, he yes, gets that's a all bonus fun. action. All good. Yes. Kaius? Um, I don't really think he would do anything as a bonus action except okay. just try and like steer yep. uh, Theodore back around to approximately where he was. So he's sort of like above okay. the rest of the group. Would it be maybe um, a little bit further away from the uh, the gnashing and gnawing sounds? Uh, maybe a little higher up. <laughs> yep. Okay. But uh, yeah. not, like, super high. Just, like, yeah. You know, um, enough so they can't jump. Um, yeah. Also, as we're, like, banking hard to come back, uh, Felix is just going to, like, kick out with one of its back hooves. <laughs> Alright. Just to see if that does it. Yeah, roll to hit. The AC is 29. Uh, no. No. I, I, he literally cannot hit that. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got a 20. Uh, uh, at the end of your turn, um... Haven is going to use another legendary action. Uh, actually, notably, what is the radius of that? Um, 20 foot radius. So I need. Uh, yeah, I think I need everyone except for Sam and Rook. To roll me a dexterity saving throw at a sheer amount of damage causes um, Haven to lose concentration on the delayed blast fireball he had prepped. Um, so you can't mine... really counterspell that, can you? No, because it's already been cast. Mine will come up as 14 on Beyond. However, uh, Anya is proficient in dexterity, so it's actually a 21. 
21. Uh, that will still be a failure for half damage for you, I believe. Yes. Yes, because it is a dex save. Uh, uh, Ross? Uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20 is a failure. Uh, Newman? Newman got a 20. Um, yeah, he'll, yeah, he'll keep that at 20. Okay, that is a failure. Zoot Suit? Um, Zoot got a 4, I believe. That is Um, certainly a failure. Yeah, sorry, a, sorry, no, hang on. He got a... 15, which isn't worth yeah, no. adding the plus 7 to. So. Uh, Caius? Uh, Caius got a 24. That is just the DC. Um, Bertie? 31. 31. That is a success. And Theodore? Uh, not as high. Not uh, as high, so that'll be a okay. 16. I will note that the Oraid got a four, but this is a fireball, the, yeah? The or yeah. Yeah. So nothing. The, the, uh, it means it's fire. fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's so fine. Newman will give Teddy a plus seven if that helps. So maybe a 23, is that? 23 correct? just misses. Damn. All right. Um, so if you succeeded... Um, or uh, Anya, you take 25 points of fire damage. Oh, um, but Teddy also gets your paladin aura, Caius, which oh. would bump him over. That's so Teddy, <laughs> it does succeed. Um, Actually, is Anya within 30 feet of, of, would any, who else would get bonuses to there? Because, uh, and how much is the bump five. up? It is plus five. plus five. So Anya saves, she takes nothing. I got 20, so that'll bring me to 25, but Zoot will fail. Yeah, and she's also only going to take a quarter damage because she's resistant to fire. As is Bertolt. Yeah. If you take half damage, it is 25. If you take quarter, it is... Um, For reference as well, um, Theodore takes no damage because of the mountain combatant feat that Caius has. Oh. Lucky. Nice. And yeah, for flavor's sake as well, as usual, because it's uh, the eyes open, widen as the fire like rains down on us and on Bodhi's tattoo, and like that sucks in part of the energy that it attacks yeah. him. So yeah. And then they all shut, quink, closed for a moment. Yep. Okay. Um, all right. Next are the reverses who. Um, who are going to, there are enemies that also 
were within that radius. Um, I will quickly roll for them. Two of these reverses were. Uh, that's a failure. That is a failure. Um, so they both take 51. Um, the nullifier is a failure. The absorber is a failure. Alright. Um, but, um, yeah, the reverses are going to uh, charge up to. So one's going to go for Rook, one's going to go for Sam, one's going to go for the Orid. Um, as plausible targets, uh, possible targets rather. Uh, the, so let's start with a bite against Rook. That is a 21. Yeah, that hits. All right. So you take from that uh, seven points of piercing damage and- Has that been hard? Three points to force damage. Uh, no, it has not. So it'll be three and three for six points of damage all up. Um, and then the two claw attacks are going to be um, an eighteen. Does that meet your AC? I don't think it, it does. does. My AC is eighteen. Okay. Uh, the other one's going to miss because it was lower. Um, so that is going to be. Uh, 11 half and 5 points of slashing damage and 8 points of force damage okay um, the one attacking Sam uh, that's a miss those are both misses one attacking the Orid what is the Orid's AC please Eddie the Orid's AC is 16 so, so not the, huge the bite will hit uh, does it have any thing with uh, non-magical piercing? Um, it would be not from what resistance. I can see okay. here. Are they within so, thirty feet? <laughs> Desperately wanted to use food. They are. They are within thirty feet. Yes. I'm gonna steal shield. I'll reduce that damage. Okay. So um, it'll be fifteen of. Um, oh, nice. 15 of piercing plus uh, 7 of force. Okay, so the spirits kind of duck in the way and swipe that away and they reduce it by 20 and then they hit back at the beast and they hit it with 20 force damage. Alright. Alright. And then two claws. Um... That's a 19 and a 17, um, which both hit uh, for well, the first attack is uh, 18 points of slashing and force. The second claw is 14 points of slashing and force. Then it is Newman's turn. Um, question for you, Darby. Yes. Um, 
that beast with that makes the noises. How far yes. away is that one from us? Um, you are. You you personally are about feet away, just outside of its um, range, as far as being affected by it. Ooh. Um. So Newman is going to ready an action. Um, okay. He's going to pull out his rod of holding, and the trigger will be for Zoot to fly higher. And he will essentially be activating it by slapping the side of it to activate the button without holding it. Uh, once it gets higher. Okay. That's All something right. for later. Okay. Um, then anything with anything with your bonus action? Um, bonus action. Again, he can't really do much, but let me just check a spell of mine okay. that requires an action. Um, if it requires an action, yeah, it would. Yeah. yeah. Um, shrapnel bomb. Not really vicious rapier. Not really. No, he can't do anything. No. Um, okay. But um, um, are any of those ones being attacked by the reverse beast within sixty feet? Um, the reverse beast. Um, so they are. So they're. So are. Are any of them within 60 feet of you? Yes. Yes, all of them are. So it's Rook, it's the Faye, Rook, and... Sam, and the Oriad. Um, none of them, I don't think, would benefit from being out of melee. Um, uh, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, Newman will use it on the Faye then, I guess. Um, he's going to use Tactical Marshal. Um, so it can, if it chooses, move immediately up to half its speed without provoking opportunity attacks. Anyway, okay. So if that's beneficial, go ahead. Just because it's of no um, expenditure to me. Okay. So, so, so you're move. So you're moving closer. That is up to the Fey. Ah, uh, okay. Ah, the Fey can, can move. if it would like, move up that's to it. half its speed without provoking opportunity attacks. If it would like. Right now? Right now. Oh. Um, I can't even see where it is on the thing. <laughs> I'm not sure if it has any range or anything. Newman just knows that Sam would want to stay in melee and Rock would want to stay in melee. So, um, knows nothing about today. <laughs> for now, it would like to stay in melee, but um, it... Uh, uh, after sort of seeing you cast the spell, um, they uh, sort of grin over and wink at you, and they're like, um, "That won't be necessary, darling." <laughs> and um, I don't know. They might skitter around within melee um, to uh is there anyone that they can like sort of flank with uh they can really. kind of with their speed they can probably get to a point where they're flanking uh one of the reverses with sam 
Yes. Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> All right. Cool. And, um, yeah, I guess it's Zoot's turn now. So yep. Zoot is going to see if he gets his breath weapon back. Yeah. Which he does not. Um, so Zoot is going to fly up um, so that he stays within 60 feet of Sarag. Yeah. Oh, actually, 60 feet of that um, that noise beast. Yep. Um, then, if it's possible, um, Newman will activate his rod of holding because he was yep. waiting for Zook to go higher. And he'll put the rod of holding up in the sky. And then, if Zook can, he would like to fly back down. Um, yep. Back towards where they were. Okay. And is he within melee of anyone right there apart from. Uh, no, yeah, is he in melee no. with anyone? No, not at that point. Excellent. That back to where is he was. fine. I don't believe he has too much uh, range attacks without his breath weapon. So, um, yeah, he'll just stay there. All right. Um, next is uh, Sam. I pre-rolled his attacks. Next is me because you skipped me at the start of initiative. Oh, shit, did yeah. I? Sorry. <laughs> That's all good. Uh, I want to see what Newman did. Going here. No, that's fair. Okay, so uh, just to to retcon a little bit, Ross. As soon as Zoot Zoot started to fly up, Ross would have jumped off that thing. She hates flying, so she would have hopped off, uh, landed on the ground. uh, Yeah. Uh, roll me and an acrobatics check to. Uh, absolutely, my love. To make sure you land <laughs> safely. I'm guessing so, laughably high. That's a nat one, which makes it a seventeen. Okay. Um. I'll see. You take like one point of bludgeoning damage. You land slightly. You survive, but it but... doesn't look cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not. I take one point pride damage. Um. Okay, so not using that dice again. Um, she lands on the ground, and she is aware of these big scary creatures because there's what five of them. Mm. Big scary boys. Okay. And she kind of looks at them, and she goes, "Oh." You're gross. You'll get your day. And then she's going to run her fingers across her tambourine, but it's like her nails, and it's almost this, it's the most discordant sound you've maybe heard from from Ross in a while as she scrapes her nails across as there's this, like, her eyes are almost flaming as she looks up towards Taven Sarag, and is he wearing any metal? Uh, he is not. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me, Darby? I'm he knows your tricks. Does he? He's never he met is. me. Okay. But he has intel. Instead... Fair. So, Ross is going to start casting heat metal. Realize he has no metal on him. And she's gonna yell at, can someone put a fucking bangle on that bastard? And she's gonna turn that in midair into resonant frequency. Okay. 
which I pre-rolled and does... uh, If he uh, fails on a con saving throw, which Uh, I would like to use cutting words on that. All right. Uh, Roll your cutting words. See how you do. Did he nat 20? No, but very close. It was a natural 19. Uh, which is a total of 35. Well, minus 14 from that. I got my max from cutting words. Okay, so that, that becomes 21. Which is your DC, 21 or 22? 22. So, so you so, needed the max and you got it. Yep. So as she, yeah, she she probably sees him like take this resolve in and as she shoots this discordant wretched noise towards him that starts rattling his head all he'd hear in his mind is no you don't not today and then uh yeah he is going to take 22 points of thunder damage and uh he is also uh, deafened until the start of my next turn. And as he's reeling from that, the one Sam's two of Sam's attacks that hit uh, with a searing smite at eighth level uh, on it is gonna whack him the uh, the a. What was it? Grand total of uh, 87 points of damage. And I believe he also has to roll a con save for that as well. Let's see if it's still... not on fire. Alright. Um, but off the back that, Rook, it is your go. Um, okay, so when uh, the the beast um, get her with a couple of blows, she just kind of like shrugs it off, barely paying attention. The little, little ghost of ants that just, just brush away some of the the damage, I guess. Um, and she's completely focused on Taven. And she's just going to yell up at him. <laughs> That's true, but nevertheless, she's going to yell up at him. I've been waiting to kill you for so many years. And then she's going to um, take a great swing with her flaming axe. I rolled poorly, but that's a 22 to hit. Um, in that case, I'm going to reckless attack for this one. Yeah. So I'll get advantage. Oh, that's I will allow you to um, <laughs> to retroactively reckless the other one. I guess so. Well, I got a net is... 20. <laughs> nat- so. 
Oh, know, the I amount of this. fire fine, you do. No the yeah. amount of fire you do. All right, so oh God, maximum. I've got double everything. <laughs> okay, so twenty-four. Yeah. Plus. I should have uh, prepped this ahead of time because yeah. this is going to be a bit of maths. I can always cut this out. Twenty-four mm. plus sixteen plus. 40, 10, plus 40, plus 3d6, so 18, so the max is 98. And but then how I get much to of that is fire? That. How much of that is fire? Oh, is it just point. the 4d10, or is there something else that's fire? The 4d10 and the 3d6 were fire, so... Um, okay, so... Okay, so that's, so the 40 and the 18 were doubled. So add another, so, so add basically another add another 40 18. and another 18. So what's that yeah. so far? So that comes to 156, and then I get to roll on top of that. 156 before you even rolled. Okay, so I, I roll. Okay, and then I rolled 20 damage. 20 damage. Uh, oh, no, um, on... because I'm raging, I get an additional, just an additional six, so 26 damage. Okay. Um, that including the fire? The fire is rolled again as well. Oh. That so another <laughs> another ten. But so twenty six be... just reg regular like bludgeoning damage, and then we get some yeah. fire damage of. Oh no, I pre rolled, so we get twenty nine fire damage, double to fifty eight. Fifty eight. Um, now I believe you also have brutal critical. Um, I do indeed. I get to do an extra is... two damage. Dodge. Yes. These are only the so, the weapon. And I roll um, 11 damage. 11 damage. Um, and as I said, I will allow this uh, Reckless to carry, like, to retroactively apply oh, it to your other attack as well. So if you want to roll kind of the you. second attack to... I guess so. Um, yeah. Because so the, the attack... thing is, if you're going to do one, why wouldn't you do both? There's, yeah, mm, no, that's true. Yeah. yeah. So what was it... Um, so that's a 25. That'll hit. Fantastic. So the regular uh, damage is uh, 17. And then I pre-rolled the fire damage and that comes to 20, double to 40. All right. Whew. Um, and with that, um... You eviscerate Taven to ashes. Um, and that's where we're gonna. That's where we're gonna leave it for this episode. As you see, the ashes rising slowly and reforming. Again. See you next week, everyone. See, See you next, next week. week. Legendary form, baby. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you for listening.
I just realized coming. in some Love in it. some ways you're almost in a semi-casual cosplay of Anya there. And yeah, that's on his like mind. green <laughs> green shirt, elf ears yeah. on. Actually, it's entire true. entire top row is in character colors. <laughs> sure, we all are. I don't know what your top row looks like. Uh, <laughs> this shirt boring. green, uh, it's blue well, to me. It looks. <laughs> It looks, yeah, it looks like a bluey green with, like, the colour balancing and all that. Actually, um, I'm wearing a ruby necklace. Um, oh, so it's red for... Oh, um, yeah. oh, because they said they love each other. Yay. And Newman was yeah. not present for us. <laughs> no, he was not. But he's just like... Sorry, Jay. Sensing. 